Fish ain't biting, fish ain't biting, fish ain't biting around here no more. Fish ain't biting, fish ain't biting no more. I gotta read it. Welcome back. Fish Talk Radio, this is John Hennigan in studio, and we have with us, of course, The Grizz. Anybody that's ever listened to Fish Talk Radio before knows The Grizz, and he's been a busy man lately, and I just got back, uh, uh, actually, yesterday uh, visiting. I left his place yesterday, and where was it yesterday or the day before? Anyway, um, but uh, we had we had a great time, and I had a great time. It's always a good time to go down there, and if you're interested in going anywhere, doing anything uh, in Baja or anywhere in Mexico, Grizz can take care of you. And when I was down there, I took uh, some equipment with me that I needed to use, and they took some for samples. And that equipment is uh, uh, made by AO Coolers, and the proprietor is Brian Hatch, who we have on the line. Brian, welcome. Hello. It's nice to be back with you again, John. It is. And I tell you, it is, uh, you know, I've always believed that you can always pay too much and too little. But if you buy the right equipment that lasts, it does what it's supposed to do and lasts, doesn't make any difference, you know, what the initial cost is. It's, you know, how it works over a period of time. Fortunately, the equipment that you make is very, very cost-effective. There is uh, other companies that make coolers and soft-sided coolers that are very high-end and very expensive. But what I've found is that your AO coolers, your soft-sided coolers, not only do they work, (laughs) they are... um, about a third the price. I won't mention the, you know, the the name of the other coolers like Yeti. I won't mention their name, but <laughs> they, you know, you can spend three four hundred dollars for something that you sell for about a hundred bucks. Yeah, we've yeah. always tried or to keep uh, our price uh, yeah. at a reasonable mm-hmm. amount for uh, kind of everyone to be able to afford mm-hmm. uh, and give the same quality as. Uh, uh, one of the more expensive coolers that are out there now. Well, I did get lucky, and I brought some uh, fillets back with me, and the cooler that I used was probably bigger than I needed because it was, I think you call it a 36 or 48, but actually it'll hold probably about 70 pounds of fillets. Yeah, that was the that was the 48 pack uh, uh-huh. that we uh, that you got from us. Mm-hmm. Um, the 36 pack, our 36 pack will hold 50 pounds yeah. of uh, of fish. So that's what most people take because right. you don't have to pay the extra amount right. for bringing it back. So the yeah, that's that, is, that, uh, that's one, one that's one I took to Alaska and brought back uh, uh, full of uh, salmon fillets, and it came in right around 50 pounds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. And that one again, you know, it's uh, uh, that flight took a little longer and there's some delays, but after, mm, gosh, 12 hours, uh, rock solid, rock hard. Good. And then uh, when we came back with this one, of course, this is the same thing. It was not, uh, it, it's not softened up a bit. And you know, I can tell you some story, but I believe that you could fill that as long as it's frozen hard to start with. And you know, you fill it and pack it. Uh, it'll stay rock solid for probably about forty-eight hours. Yeah, it'll, it'll get it nice and tight in there and everything. You'll, you'll have the 
uh, fish in there mm-hmm. for, for a while. You know, depends on the temperatures and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But well, the, the other thing is that it's uh, so much more convenient. Or you take it on the boat. What we did, what I did, is on the... Now, when you say 48, it's not really a 48 cord. It's 48 plus 20 pounds of ice, I think, is the way you rate it. Yeah, correct. So our 48 pack is equivalent to 56 cords. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, uh, uh, you know, they're just, it's just so easy and convenient. Uh, it doesn't, we had a, I got a 30, about a 30 pound Dorado. And we threw some block ice in it, put the Dorado in there. It was a tight fit. You had to kind of fold it up a little bit. But, you know, we took that on the boat so that, you know, after three or four hours, instead of having it sit in the water or in the sun, you know, it, it cooled off right away. And you know what the difference is. Grizz, tell us a little bit about if you're going to keep fish, you know, some of the important things that you have to keep in mind when you catch it. When, when you catch a fish, is uh, the first thing you want to do is keep them cool. Uh, depending on what kind of fish it is, it's always good to cut the gills out and bleed them. Uh, let all that blood get out so it's not running around in the veins in the meat. And then keep them cool. That's that's your secret. Mm-hmm. And like if you're saying, John, with ale coolers, I always keep uh, one right there with ice in it. And I jerk the gills out and throw it right in, and uh, it keeps things good for me. Mm-hmm. And then when I was doing a lot of dove hunting uh, three weeks ago, I used it for dove, duck, and even javelina I put in it. Mm-hmm. And the thing, what for me, what makes it work, I travel. I have tons of camera equipment, as you know, because I don't go anywhere that I don't film. And I can take one of the coolers and literally roll it up and throw it in my suitcase. And it doesn't take room. And then when I get there, I use it. And then when I come back, I generally have it full of meat. So it's so handy and so easy to use because those big hard coolers like you mentioned Yeti and Pelican yeah they're damn nice coolers John I'm not going to talk bad about them because I've got them but they're not convenient for me to use traveling where I can throw an AO cooler in the back of my Suburban if I'm driving and don't worry about it and it doesn't take space for all of my camera equipment and they don't leak and I mean they're, they're just everything that for me they're the perfect cooler and I'm not doing a commercial because you know me John if I like something I say it mm-hmm. and if you don't like it you'll say it <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah if I don't like it look out <laughs> yeah and that's what we found a lot of our you know we, we saw a lot of coolers too a lot of the stewardess and, and pilots to Southwest Airlines and stuff, American Airlines, and, and they take them on the planes because they're taking their food on the plane, uh, their lunches and everything. So that's the, you know, that's the, the best thing about them is they're, they're convenient. They're, they're a lot easier to use than a uh, than a hard uh, ice chest. Yeah. Well, the other thing is, is I'm starting to see them everywhere: Home Depot and uh, West Marine, and and uh, you've got quite a distribution network set up. Yeah, no, we're we're getting out more and more uh, to the stores and stuff, and uh, getting more dealers uh, every day. But the interesting thing that you uh, you said, Grizz, is that for the cameras and stuff like that, uh, Sammy Cam 
out here in California, uh, they started stocking them because people that were going diving, uh, they needed to rinse their cameras out when they were done. So they used the coolers and just put fresh water in it, and they rinse their coolers uh, when they're done, and they, you know, get the water out of the cooler, and then that's how they transport uh, yeah. the cameras also. You know what, I'm, I'm just Sammy, thinking. Sammy cameras is I'm just thinking with that. with that insulation on it, you could probably use it for carrying sensitive equipment, even if it doesn't need to be cooled. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we do a lot with the with the uh, camera uh, business and stuff like that. When mm-hmm. when Sports Chalet was still here, they they did a bunch for the for the diving, but since then they've disappeared. <laughs> okay, but uh, and again. Um, it's it, if you get the right stuff, it makes a difference. Even even in the in the winter time, there's a lot of reasons to use it. And also, you know, thinking about it, you could also use it for keeping stuff warm too, can't you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we uh, actually had a, a lady who cooked on the Iditarod um, big dog race, and we sent coolers up to hear her because she was the cook uh, for all the uh, people out there, and she would use it so the stuff wouldn't uh, become frozen. Okay. Uh, perfect. <laughs> anyway, it looks like we're about out of time. That was quick. But, uh, Brian, we appreciate you coming on, and uh, we'll talk some more. About no problem. We're, we're having the, the Black Friday just like everyone else, so if they go to AO Coolers, and I'll give you the discount oh, code here now if you want. Okay, okay. It'll be uh, 18OFF, so 1-8 and capital O-F-F, and that'll be uh, 18% off uh, everything uh, wow. on our website. Wow. Okay, yep. thank you. Thank you, Brian. That's great. 18OFF, and... Uh, uh, and and you have to go to your website first, and yep, then that's the code. Go to the website and put it in there, and okay. it'll be uh, activated uh, the day after Christmas. The oh, oh, okay, great. The day after Christmas or Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving. Sorry. Okay. Thanksgiving. All right, we got to go. <laughs> Welcome right. to Fish Talk Radio. If you are still using a plastic hard shell cooler, things have changed for the better. AO coolers are lighter with twice the efficiency of the traditional bulky coolers. AO coolers are the best available soft-sided cooler with three-quarter inch high-density closed-cell foam insulation. They will keep ice frozen for 24 hours in hot weather. Easy to carry, less space, it fits product inside for better performance. Go to aocoolers.com to order or find a retailer available at West Marine. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, CalParksCO.com has it. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. The road stretches for miles in front of you, and with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. 
It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real Fun Adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real Fun Trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. Get your fish if you're lining in the water. Oh. Can't get your fish if you're lining in the water. Well, if you're out there, you ain't got a chance. Make that old American man. Can't get your fish if you're lining in the water. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio. And uh, we're going to bring on a... a uh, uh, Another guy that's that's on the move. I uh, just got back from Baja in Cabo San Lucas and went and visited Jim uh, on from Blue Sky, which is his new boat, which is called uh, Blue Sea. Is that right, Jim? Yeah, that's right, uh, John. It's a sixty-foot perch room, wonderful boat. Yeah, it is. <laughs> You've got quite a fleet going on there. Uh, the Blue Sky, I was very impressed with that, and that's uh, like a forty-two foot. Yeah, 43 uh, Riviera from Australia. Yeah, and that is one beautiful boat. Very luxurious. You know, you've redone it with leather leather seats and the air conditioning and a kitchen and stateroom. And, I mean, that's my kind of boat where I just can go up in the the front (laughs) V-berth, relax, take a nap. And then uh, you got the lines out, and, and uh, when you get my fish on, the uh, hostess comes back and says, "Excuse me, Mister Hennigan, but your fish is on." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but, so uh, just just let you know about the fishing report, John. Um, we uh, in the mornings uh, I love a lot of action, so we head out just past the lighthouse on the Pacific side, and we've been getting roosters, which is wonderful. Wow, that's yeah, a great great sporting fish. And the Dorado have just come in, and the blue action in October has been amazing for the tournament. Mm-hmm. Well, you did fish uh, the Bisbee, I believe. Did you fish in the tuna tournament also? We shift, Yeah, we fished in the offshore, which is the baby Bisbee, and then the big Bisbee, and then we did the tuna. And yeah. uh, we, we didn't place, but uh, of course, as you know, the uh, the winning fish was around seven hundred and fifty pounds. And that was was about a two million dollar fish. Yes, it was. Yes, that's right. And uh, the um, uh, the tuna tournament, I was so not upset, but uh, the day before the tuna tournament happened, my clients caught a forty pound hawk, and uh, they were in the tournament the next day, 
That's a woulda, coulda, shoulda. But oh, they, they got were a, registered. They, okay, they got a. They would have won ninety thousand. Oh, they got a four hundred pound the day before, but that didn't count. Yeah, no, no, yeah, forty, no, forty pound wahoo. Oh, oh, okay. In the turn, in the tuna tournament. Oh, there's a category for in the, that's the Western Outdoor yeah, News. Yeah, it's the jackpot across the board. Okay. Yeah, well, apparently the the uh, Wahoo have been pretty pretty good down there this year. Yeah, it's an early morning bite, usually around six thirty to seven thirty. But as you know, um, you can only bring in about fifty percent of your Wahoo because of their teeth. Oh yeah. And you got to bring them in quick and keep that line tight. Yeah, no, it's uh, their teeth are like razors. So, you know, I've always said that generally speaking, uh, you catch a Wahoo by mistake because there you when go. when yeah. when you when you target them, it's extremely difficult. So you, you got to use wire leader. Or marauder, and uh, you know, but normally the ones I've ever caught, you know, we just dumb luck. You just sure. have, I've got some really good news for you too, John. Okay. As you know, I've been uh, working hard the last three, four years in Cabo, and we've got over 1,100 excellent reviews on TripAdvisor, and now they've given us the number one position for all tours in Cabo. That's not all fishing boats, but all all activities, all tours. All activities. Wow. That is huge because, you know, you've yeah. got probably hundreds of people competing for that. That's right. There's over 201 uh, companies competing in that category. And you are number one. Yeah, that's based on, you know, uh, crew expertise, English-speaking crew, boat quality, and uh, some people call it a spiritual experience. As, you know, the sunsets yeah. around the Pacific are, are very, very enlightening. Yes. So what you can do is you go out uh, fishing, uh, you can go out diving, and then you go on sunset cruise on these very high-end, luxurious boats. And how many boats do you have now? Uh, Soon to be four. We've got three, and we're just adding a smaller boat to cater to uh, people that are are wanting to get into fishing on an entry-level budget around Mm -hmm. $500 to $600. Uh, And what is that boat? That's the uh, Tail Shaker. It's an express center console. Oh, okay. Okay. No, that sounds great. And if somebody's going to go down to Cabo and they want to experience that, uh, what do you suggest they do? I would just go to our website, which is really easy, blueskycabo.com. Blueskycabo.com. And you've just been awarded first place on TripAdvisor for all activities in Cabo. That's right. Wow. That's impressive. Uh, well, Jim, we appreciate you sharing that, and thanks for the fishing report, and, and we're going to be in touch with you soon, so uh, really thanks, appreciate John. that. Okay, just let, you, just let you know real quick yes. that we're a company observes a catch-and-release policy on our marlin, because we want to conserve our fishing stocks. That's, yeah, I mean, uh, rooster fish and marlin, is, uh, they're fun to catch, but uh, you, you, you don't want to kill them. No, not at all. Okay. Great. Thanks for uh, the phone call, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Jim. Okay, bye-bye. All bye-bye. Okay, well, that was very interesting, and we do still have the Grizz on the line with us, I believe. Grizz? Yeah, uh, I'm here. And, I, again, I, I appreciate your hospitality, but this year has been, Wahoo's been a good, great uh, uh, fishery this year, hasn't it? Yeah, it sure has. And then, uh, you know, Jim was just saying rooster fish. Rooster fish is, you know, you, you see a lot in La Paz, but you don't really usually see that much in Cabo, do you? 
Well, the one they have in Cabo is not that big. Uh-huh. Uh, there's some down there, but they're normally 25 to 45 pounds. They're not that monster fish. Uh-huh. Well, 20, 25 to 40. And uh, yeah. In East Cape, you got them, well, I hold the world record at 124 pounds. What? That's a marlin. Yeah, well, it's a big, it was a big boy. I mean, you can see it on my Facebook. Uh, wow. World record. Wow, a, a 25 to 40-pound uh, rooster fish is a huge, huge fish, because uh, I think they're a member of the, was it the Jack family? Yeah, yeah they're the Jack family. They're and the same, uh, you know, you've got your Jack Cravel, your big-eyed Jack. You've yeah. got uh, the yellowtail. Amber Jack, you know, they're all the Jack family. And they fight hard, real hard. Yeah, they do. They're bulldogs. Yeah, I can't even imagine it. You know, it's, it's my it's favorite fish. Yeah, we John. are. Well, I know you've done you've done real well with uh, fly fishing for them, too, haven't you? Yeah, I've caught some pretty big fish on the fly rod with them. I've caught, my biggest on the fly rod is 47 pounds. Mm-hmm. That's huge. That is huge. I mean, it's like... Uh, well, you can imagine a 47-pound uh, salmon, and this thing fights harder than a salmon. Yeah, well, I think they're probably pound per pound. One of the jacks are the hardest-fighting fish in the world, as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. That's why Charles and I look for them every year. Yeah. 120 pounds. Man, that is... 124 pounds. That is... Exact. Yeah, that's crazy. That is crazy. Well, we've only got a couple of minutes. Tell us what else you got going on down uh, with with what you're doing. Well, John, you know I've had so many people. You know I'm on television everywhere, but still not enough. Uh, people want to watch our shows, so we decided the group uh, to put a ASOB Travel Channel on YouTube. So that where everybody has access anywhere in the world, anywhere you are, on your telephones, on your iPods, or on your television with all the smartphones, computer, you can actually watch our shows, everything from adventures and, you know, uh, fishing, hunting. Uh, we're doing some uh, ghost shows. We've been asked to do ghost shows. I'm sorry, ghost. I'm, I'm saying ghost show. Is that what you said? Yeah, ghost. Like, whoa. <laughs> what is that about? Well, it's actually about going to these old cemeteries and houses, and you know where the people say they're haunted, and doing some shows. Tough wow. TV asked us to do it for them. Wow! Now you also have your own channel on Roku too, don't you? Yeah, Roku, the Grizz Open Air Adventures channel is really booming. We've got hundreds of thousands of people going there. We're putting up new stuff for every week, and it's real good. You just go to Roku and then look off to the side and where it says sports, and then go to streaming on sports, and all my shows are on demand. It's the Grizz Open Air Adventure Show. Well, channel, actually, and you can see everything in Spanish and in English. Um, yeah, and you, how many different programs do you have up there now? 
Right now we have 38 different series wow. of hunting, fishing, cooking, everything you can imagine. Mm-hmm. And In ro- both languages, and as I mentioned. So if you've got a uh, you know a brand new TV, most all of them have Roku built in. Otherwise, you get right. a, otherwise you get a box, which is about how much? In the United States, well, I bought one from my mother, and they were uh, twenty nine ninety five. Mm-hmm. But it's a one time. One uh, time you pay, you don't pay anymore. And then there's no monthly fees. Not whatsoever. Mm-hmm. And well, you know, John, while you were down here, you actually watched my shows on Roku. Uh, yeah, some of them. But yeah, you've got a very, very interesting array, and it just keeps getting bigger and better. But, oh yeah, uh, we, that's the thing. We want to make it uh, always to be entertaining and everything. You know, we bought the new drone, the 4K drone. Oh yeah. So, so we can give all different shots. We bought yeah. the new underwater camera, and I mean, we're giving shots and uh, like no one's ever had before. We're actually uh, growing every day. Yeah. Well, we're going to have to uh, get out of here in just a second, but uh, uh, but you're not going anywhere. We're going to keep you on. Uh, I'll be around, John. Okay. You can get on it. All right. You're, you are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Go to fishtalkradio.com, listen to this show, and go to asobproductions.com and see what Grizz has got going on. We'll be right back with you. For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Lake Comanche has 54 miles of shoreline and three marinas west of San Francisco, known locally as Monster Lake because of the big fish in abundance. Lake Hemet is surrounded by the majestic beauty of tall pines and giant oaks in the mountains of Southern California, a majestic vacation spot. CalParks Company is your prime location for outdoor adventures in the West. If your feet are happy, you are happy. Soft Science Supreme Comfort Outdoor Footwear will give you happy feet. Durable, lightweight, and supportive, Soft Science Footwear is designed for boating, fishing, or everyday comfort and performance. With history of highest quality, you will be proud to own this revolutionary footwear. SoftScience.com has many types and styles you need to check out. Invest in quality footwear, and you will be happy for many years. Find out why at SoftScience.com. The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25 miles per gallon highway. So your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back Motor Trend Truck of the Year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja, Mexico is world famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer resorts make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. 
If you like the show you are listening to right now, you can listen to it and many more just like it on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Fishing, hunting, boating, and the rest of the great outdoors 24-7, 365 on Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. Download the free Reno Viola's Outdoor Radio app or visit WRVORadio.com online to see the lineup and schedule. That's Reno Viola Outdoors Radio. And enjoy the great outdoors. It's time for you to take a real fun adventure. Join a hosted fishing adventure to Alaska or Baja with the staff of Fish Talk Radio. Real fun adventures can book you on any adventure you desire. Bring your fishing friends or meet new ones. Fish Talk Radio gets the best deals from our sponsors to give you the best possible price. Real fun trips are inclusive, easy, no-worry packages to the most popular fish grounds. Trips start around $600. Go to reelfunadventures.com. I'm going to go fishing, that's what I'm doing. Think about nothing, not even you. Catch me a big one, the five's back of trout. Slapping in the water, I pull it right out. Welcome back to Fish Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, and we have the Grizz on the line with us, and we also have Jeff from Reagan Sporting Goods in Bishop in the Eastern Sierras of California. Jeff, thanks for coming on with this. No problem. My pleasure, guys. We've only got about a few minutes, but what we want to do is make sure people understand a little bit about the Eastern Sierras, which is my favorite place. Beautiful. Covers, uh, oh, basically about 100 miles, I guess, north and south of Bishop, right? Yeah, you could say that, definitely. And, you know, it's right down there, about 45 minutes from Mammoth Lakes, and then you get farther up is uh, Bridgeport, and then farther south is, you know, and, of course, mainly you've got the, the Owens and the lower Owens River. Yeah. Also, right now, we can fish, uh, like you mentioned, we can fish all the lower Owens. We can fish all most of the upper Owens, I guess, above uh, above uh, Benton Crossing Road. Um, but you got... Pleasant Valley Reservoir, which which can be a really good time. This is a, this is actually the time of year to fish fish the Upper Owens and fish Pleasant Valley Reservoir. Mm-hmm. Now, when did the lake start uh, icing over? Um, you know, the last few mornings we've been in about the mid to high twenties. So, if we could have a, a couple more weeks of this with minimal wind. Those lakes should start icing up over here, I would say, within the next couple weeks. Okay. And it's kind of hard to fish. You guys don't do any ice fishing up there, do you? No, we don't have any. um, So usually by the time fishing season opens at the end of April, um, some of the lakes may have a little bit of ice, but I've seen it in the past up around uh, South Lake. But I, we just the weather hasn't cooperated for anything like that lately. Last mm-hmm. four or five years. Okay, because yeah, I've just never even thought about it too much. But I know Grizz is very familiar with Eastern Sierras, Grizz, as it's a it's a tremendous fly fishing area. Yeah. Oh, it is. It's a it's world renowned fly fishing in this area. World renowned fishing, mm-hmm. hands down. Yeah, well, you're in Bishop. Now, yes, we're, we're and actually, you can fish. The, you know, the, the Owens just kind of goes right through uh, Bishop, and I've, uh, you know, I've, I've fished that uh, area and the, where the Owens goes through there. It's, it, it moves at a, a good clip, and it's, it's not real shallow, but it's only. I mean, you can almost jump across it, but it's full of fish. Yeah, it's, it's really not much of a river, depending on where you come from in the world. I mean, mm-hmm. this is uh, for most people, they might call it a, a small canal system. 
but uh, for us here in the Eastern Sierras, it's it's the only river that we've ever we've ever known, anyways. Mm-hmm. And it is uh, it well, it's it's a main water supply that goes into. Uh, eventually ends up mostly in in the uh, uh, the L.A. water system. Yeah, it goes all the way through, down through Lone Pine, and then it ends up going into the L.A. aqueduct. Mm-hmm. And, but, again, the fishery and some of the, the tributaries that come into it. Uh, Grizz, I'm sure you're familiar with that area, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've fished up through there. There's a lot of fly fishing. Mm-hmm. You know, any place is good fly fishing. Back in my days, that's where you would find me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, uh, well, depending on how far the elevation goes up. Now, Convict Lake, uh, is that how, how how long can you fish that? That's that's just good for the general trout season. So that opens up usually it's uh, the last Saturday in April, and uh, this year it ended on the fifteenth of November. Okay. And then the, uh, um, what about uh, Hot Creek and, and, and some of those areas where you've got uh, um, the naturally, uh, you know, um, hot water springs? Yeah, you can, you can fish that all year round. Um, it's actually, like I mentioned earlier, we're, we're coming into the season where if you're a fly fisherman, this is almost about the, the perfect time of season for you guys. It's uh, Right now you get some of those bigger fish that are, heading up those channels, starting to spawn a little bit. So they get a little bit more aggressive. You can kind of start throwing your your bigger streamers, uh, start thinking about some of your egg patterns and stuff like that right now. Okay. Well, people that are... Well, you know, the good thing about up there, which I, excuse me for butting in... Go ahead, Grace. ...is almost every month you have a different type of hatch. Even when it's cold, sometimes if that wind comes or that sun comes out, you get the the midge hatch. Yeah, yeah. You, and you I do. love fishing midges. Now you're talking about twenty twos, but what I like to do is make a cluster of them on a uh, you know an eighteen, or you know if I can even get to a sixteen. and let them flow down there. But uh, those fish love those midges. Yeah, this is a uh, the midge fishing here is really is it is a special. There's a special time of year when those midges really take off, especially on a a couple of the lakes here. But it's a uh, I would say a good seventy five percent of your day fishing uh, Hot Creek or the Lower Owens River, even the Upper Owens River. You're going to be fishing nymphs and and lots of midges. Yeah, it's incredible. And then you've always got, you know, nymph fishing up there is super, super good. It, so, it is. We're, you we're, know, you've got really good fly fishing all year round. You just got to know. So sometimes you can't match the hatch, but what I found when you go up there is take a little screen with you and start turning rocks over and uh, catch what comes flowing down and match the hatch that way. That that's the best possible thing you can do because that's that's as real as it gets. Mother, mother nature. Um, a lot of times, if, if if a guy doesn't have a screen or maybe if he's novice or anything, generally every every angler here is all here for the same reason. You know, we're all here to ha- catch fish and have a good time and enjoy the outdoors. If you ask the guy upstream, ninety percent of the time he's gonna he's gonna give you a good hint on what's happening right now. Do you throw any woolly boogers out there? Yeah, right now, like I had mentioned earlier, this is the time where you start tugging on those big streamers. 
um, you'll get some of those little bit little bit better big big rainbows that have migrated up and uh, they get a little bit aggressive right now with this cold weather happening well just to tell you a little secret do you know who invented the woolly booger I do not me you invented the woolly booger I invented the woolly booger in 1974 well it's it's my pleasure on talking the big to you Horn River I'm I'm a I'm Pleased to talk to the man that invented that invented the the woolly booger, Grizz. If you it's got a big story about it, I had I can tell you real fast. I had some dudes that couldn't catch a fish. They were uh, we were fishing the bighorn, and we were fishing woolly worms because the caterpillars fall off the trees. So you yep. throw them and let them go down the bank. When I was in my drift boat, and they'd miss everyone because the water was clear. And they were very frustrated, and so was I, because they couldn't catch a fish. So I went to my orbit shop, and I sit there and put a stinger on the back of a woolly worm. And I thought, God, that is horrible. So I looked up and seen my marabou, and I tied the <laughs> marabou up to cover the stinger hook I put on. Yeah. Thus, the woolly booger was born. Uh, okay, Grizz, where did you come up with the name? Or do I want to know? <laughs> well, I really just, we just sitting there laughing around, my guides and I, and it's a woolly worm pattern because that's what we were mocking is the, the, uh, the uh, grizzly hackle woolly worm. So I just put the booger on it, and we called it the woolly booger. And we had a good laugh about it, never knowing that it was the number one fly in the world. Now, yeah, you but guys, that's I, a true I, story. That's that. how could, it was born. You could walk into any shop that sells uh, fly or your or your conventional, like your spinning gear, and you ask them about a woolly booger, they'll know what you're talking about. Anywhere in the world, buddy. I believe it. If you it. say woolly booger, they know. But no yep. one really knows that sitting in an orbit shop on the Bighorn River, how it was born. <laughs> and that's how it was born, to cover a stinger hook mm -hmm. for two guys, greenhorns, that couldn't catch a fish out of New York. Well, actually, Grizz, I've seen... Uh, big trout caught on a woolly burger from a spinning rod in Convict Lake. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They've got those people we don't even want to talk about. <laughs> they put a bubble on a spinning rod and go like two feet back and put a fly on. I mean, yeah, we don't like to talk about those kind of people. Okay. That's... Uh, Anyway, Jeff, uh, give us an idea of where you're located. If somebody now, what I'd like to know, uh, what people want to know, is that if they're going to be in their Winnebago's or you know maybe they've got a camper on the back of the truck and they want to uh, come out to California and do some camping and fishing, um, give us some give us some tips. Yeah, uh, well, we're we're north, we're located on the north end of uh, Bishop Highway 395. Um, our exact address is. 963 North Main Street. Um, looking at the front of the shop, you wouldn't know that we have a big parking lot in the back that anyone that's got their, their Winnebago or their, their fifth wheels or their toy haulers, you guys can swing all the way around. 
come in the front door and we're glad to help you with any needs whether it's hunting fishing archery gear mm-hmm. um, guns ammunition whatever you need We've got you covered, and we're always glad to give you information. Twelve months. We a don't year. even charge for 12, that. Twelve months a year. All we're we're here every seven days a week. We close down two two days for the whole year. Otherwise, we're here eight to ten hours a day. So free information is no charge. Free info, no charge, <laughs> and it'll be with a smile. Okay. That's <laughs> hey, great. when it gets cold up there, send them down to me. I got hunting, fishing, and everything you could imagine down yeah. here in Mexico. And there, there's plenty of there's plenty of spots to go uh, camping, and and uh, uh, if you've got an RV or something, there's plenty of places you can you can access from there. And even in the winter time, the roads are good. So, uh, Jeff, we appreciate that. Uh, Reagan Sporting Goods and Bishop, and uh, get yourself down there. You are listening to Fish Talk Radio. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Grizz. And we'll talk to you soon. Go to fishtalkradio.com.